step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. Welcome to the good news with Angie Austin. Now, with the good news, here's Angie. Hi, friend. Angie Austin here with the good news. You may recall that uh, Dr. Cheryl Lentz, the academic entrepreneur, joined us recently. And we were talking about a book that she'd received the night before. Um, and it is uh, the NCG Factor, uh, a formula for building life-changing relationships from college to retirement. And we really got a kick out of talking about the book. And um, Building relationships is such an important part of life that I think many of us, especially in this just past uh, you know, COVID pandemic era, Uh, you know, maybe lost touch with building those relationships because we spent so much time at home. So I asked her if she could get me in touch with the author, Larry Kaufman. So joining us, Larry Kaufman, the author of The NCG Factor, a formula for building life-changing relationships from college to retirement. Larry is a connector, giver, and rainmaker who lives his life to help others succeed. Welcome, Larry. Thank you very much, Angie. Thrilled to be here. And and thanks to Cheryl for making it happen. Well, I love what she said about how you said so many times I beat people at these networking events and I feel like it's this hollow thing where they've been taught to say, and what can I do for you to help you with your success? And every time in the past, uh, generally, I haven't had anything per se. But Cheryl said in your case that you legit do this and expect others to do the same. And she asked you for help with getting insurance that she needed to get by the next day day and you hooked her up with several connections and she got new health insurance the very next day so we were impressed because you'd never even met her before yeah we well we were involved in a presentation i was doing so she was online and i actually was introduced to her a while back we had a a brief kind of like a a video conversation and uh, went really well but Hadn't interacted since, so I recognized her when I was doing the presentation. And then she reached out and said, hey, I'm going to take you up. You look like you're a connector giver. So I'll test you, Larry. I need some help with insurance. It's not my world, but I have built a great global network of people that do things that I, I will never need, but other people will. I, lo- I love that. Okay, so that is part of your formula. So let's talk about this. Um, I, you know, I, I went through kind of the book of contents with her to kind of go over the book in general, the NCG factor. And I want you to explain, you know, what it is, and then let's break it down, because I think it's fascinating. Yeah, so well, the N is networking, C is connecting, and G is giving. So you, know, you put it all together, and it just becomes this formula to you know, be a life-changing formula for, you know, those that are going into college and then all the way to retirement. And I think, you know, what you said, like about going to events, it becomes very robotic. It's, you know, to me, networking, you know, I've met so many people that network and it's just, it's, you know, get business cards, right? It's just, Hey, how are you? How can I help you? 
I'm good. How can how can I help you? I'm good. And, and there's really nothing there. So <laughs> I'm good. How can I help you? No, I'm you know? good too. Here's my card. Thank you. Here's my card. Yeah. Thank you. How about hi? Okay. How can I help you? How can I... <laughs> exactly? Right. It's just it's it's so empty. And I just thought if we could live a life where we think about the other person, it makes such a big difference. And and I don't know about you, but so many people I talk to. The people in transition, people in business, it's funny. Like I have a conversation and it's really, you know, it's, it's all about them. And I've had conversations where people never asked me anything about me personally, professionally. It was all about them. I, I call it like the showing up and throwing up. And I thought with my book, if I could teach people to not be takers and to be givers, you know, and there's a lot of givers out there that are philanthropic, and I feel you've kind of covered it, and you're great. But there's a lot of people that are truly takers. And it's funny, I, I had a conversation with a gentleman, and I'm sorry to go on about this, but I just had a quick conversation with a gentleman. And, and you know, we talked about my book a little bit, and he was going to get the book. But we had a conversation, and it was all about him. And I was like, how can I help you? We talked about some ways I was going to help him. And he read my book and he sent me a message back and he said, Larry, I'm so sorry. <gasps> I just realized after reading your book, I'm a taker. <laughs> oh, wow. And I, I apologize and I want to know how I can help you. <laughs> okay, that is amazing. We we talk to our kids a lot. You know, my husband has been in sales and what's funny is he can talk like like generally it's the wife maybe that talks more oh no my husband can talk like there's no tomorrow so he he as a is successful as a salesperson and he's told my kids uh, he runs his own business now of eight years and it, it's it's now a publicly traded company so he's had success with it but sales is really where he has you know thrived and we've talked to the kids about a lot about like look people don't just want to hear about you you have have to ask people questions about themselves and I have to tell you our 16 year old son is the master so good that other kids think he's weird he met um, a, a kid at the gym the other day and it was a girl a friend of his friend and he said oh hi I'm Riley are you you know Everett's sister and you're nice to meet you where do you go to school you know what grade you are so the friend comes over later and just says to him you stay away from my sister and you're scamming on my sister like kids don't even understand like a conversation conversation where you might like meet someone and my son has been running his own business since he was 13 he's 16 now and it's a highly successful like high-end shoe resale business like you know nikes and you know nike dunks and all this jive right so he goes to these trade shows and he speaks with people but other kids think he's kind of weird because he has these conversations where he asks kids questions about themselves. And I said, Riley, look, just get through these next couple of years and you're going to thrive because other adults actually, you know, will will appreciate your way of conversing and asking people about themselves. But I don't think we teach our kids to do this. We really don't. And, and those kids will be working for Riley one day. So, <laughs> But I, I think you're right. I think, you know, I, I talk about even the how can I help you. It's a great thing to ask. But if you've learned about the person personally and professionally, you know, read anything you can find on social media and the Internet about them, you, you've learned a lot where you can find ways to help them. And I think we go, we're too quick to talk about ourselves. And, and I put this out there. If you lead with yourself, 
you will leave with yourself. Oh, I'm writing that one down. Repeat that for everybody. If you lead with yourself, you will leave with yourself. Mm-hmm. And it, it just it just really speaks volumes. It, that's mine. But I, I felt that if we put the other person first, instead of leading with ourselves, we're going to walk away with so much more. I love that. Okay, so let's break down some parts of the book and help people because this isn't just, you know, for um, business people. You said, you know, through college and into retirement, um, NCG and job transition in retirement, college, et cetera, um, and within your own circles. And I do like the idea that if you've gotten to know the person, you might even have an idea of how you might be able to help them. But through your conversation uh, with them, hopefully you're learning more about what, you know, their needs might be and how cool that you've, you know, developed this huge circle. So you kind of understand, you know, explain to us what NCG is, you know, in general, networking, uh, connecting, giving. Uh, So let's kind of put it in action and explain in the book how you tell people to do it. Sure. So, you know, I would say the more you learn about people, you may find out that they have uh, an interest in a particular charity, Actually, one of my NCG masters, we were talking, we were having a meal. I had just met her and senior level executive, chief marketing executive, multi, multi-billion dollar company type executive. And we were talking and you know, getting to know her personally. And as I got to know her a little bit better, uh, realized that she had an autistic child. Mm. And, you know, so we, we delved a little bit deeper into that. And I said, you know, there's this charity here, you know, near to you know where we live, and they're adding to their board. And here's what they do around autism and autistic children, and, and even into adulthood. And I said, would you like an introduction to you know the person that's the executive director? And she said it would be fantastic. Well, she joined the board. Oh, I love. And that. so I, I, so it's it, if you ask good questions, it's not just about business. It's about you know people personally, you know, and, and, and look, you know, I could take it down even to a different level where I was meeting with an executive and, and I always tell people, I like to be indispensable. So think of me as the, I've got a guy, I'm that guy. (laughs) Right. So whatever, whatever you may need, you know, Angie, how weird, strange or normal, I can cover the, the spectrum. So I'm talking to this gentleman and, you know, I let him know, look, anything that I could help you with, tell me what's going on in your world, but ask me for anything. I don't care how weird it is. And he said, well, I just moved into a hundred year old home and I live over here in the, the Southwest suburbs here in Illinois and I need a plumber. <laughs> so oh, funny. so he, he thought it'd be funny by telling me that, but you really did need a plumber. And I said, okay, I'll, I'll find you a plumber. He thought I was kidding, but within a couple of days, um, I knew a banker in town who was a president of the bank in town where he lives, funny enough. And I said, hey, Jeff, uh, there's an executive that uh, is looking for a plumber. He's actually a chief financial officer. Well, bankers love CFOs. <laughs> of course they he do. A plum- he needs a plumber. I said, do you know any plumbers? He said, I know two great plumbers in town. I said, well, both of you guys have kids similar age. Let me connect you guys. Jeff found him two plumbers. My guy hired one of those plumbers. And these guys made a beautiful connection and uh, professionally and personally. You know, I so. just think that we, gosh, this seems 
with the way you just explained it, it seems so easy. Now, I know it's not always that easy, but generally you have someone in your circle that you can. I mean, we do this in the neighborhood all the time where we have like 20 people on this text and we say, do you know somebody does windows? Who's your tree guy or whatever? Right. Um, which makes it kind of easy because, you know, we're all in the same neighborhood. But in general, with a little legwork or a few calls, especially when you have a circle like yours, you can make that happen. And I have a friend. She's a really strong Christian. And I always say that she's like Jesus on earth because every morning she wakes up and I swear to you, she must say, uh, you know, dear God, who can I help today? You know, because she is like the master connector. And generally it has to do with uh, philanthropy. She's like a big philanthropic, you know, powerhouse where she has all these connections. And she's also um, responsible for, for, I think, six or seven marriages as well, where she and that's a, you know, come on. I mean, most of us aren't even responsible, maybe for our own, but that's about it. She connects people she thinks would be a good match, you know, in, in a marriage, which, you know, it at our age, once you pass, you know, 25, it's a little easier, I mean, more difficult to make that match. But she does it, I, I you know, in her charity circles and more. But uh, let's let's talk about um, putting this into action, like, I guess, in your later years, as you're, you mentioned, you know, heading into retirement as well. And you know what, let's go ahead and give your website and we'll take a break and we'll come back and talk a little bit about that. If you're just joining us, please stick around. We're talking to Larry Kaufman, the author of The NCG Factor, a formula for building life-changing relationships from college to retirement using um, the NCG formula, which is networking, connecting and giving. And Larry, what's your website? So it's Kaufman, K-A-U-F-M-A-N dash Larry.com. Kaufman dash Larry.com. And thanks for sharing that about your friend. I only got, I only was able to get one couple married. I'm sorry. And so I, I do put a lot of folks on dates so as well. So you I should, am, You should add I a am, new chapter about matchmaking. Well, you know, hey, I... I like to do it. Well, you've got to be able to do it all. And that's where you get to learn about people personally, professionally. I almost have to when I find those things out. But, you know, on the retirement piece. Okay, hold on. We have to take a break. Hold on one second. We'll be right back with the good news of Angie Austin and today, Larry Kaufman. Sydney, Nebraska is listening to the mighty 670 KLT Denver. You just bought a new car, and it's everything you dreamed of and more. But you have so many memories with your old car, it almost feels like a family member. So you want to make sure it goes to a good home. You'll feel comfortable knowing when you donate your car to ARC Thrift Stores, you're giving to a good cause. You can donate anything with wheels, even motorcycles. And when you donate your vehicle, you get a tax deduction. It feels so good to give back. As you say farewell to your old vehicle, rest assured that your donation is making a difference by helping people with intellectual and developmental disabilities. Donate your car to ARC Thrift Stores today. Visit arcthrift.com for more information about the car donation program. That's arcthrift.com, where your good memories of that old car can become new ones for people with disabilities. 
my friend Angie Austin here with the good news, joined by Larry Kaufman. We're talking about his book, The NCG Factor, a formula for building life-changing relationships from college to retirement. And NCG stands for networking, connecting, and giving. And this is all the way through college and job changes and midlife and retirement. So let's talk about, Larry, some of those later years and how you teach this NCG formula for them to put it into action. Sure. Thank you very much, Angie. Well, it's funny. I was presenting to a group and it was uh, about 130 executives and someone had shown up first. And I, I you know, said to this woman, I said, so, you know, what do you do? And she said, I'm actually retired. And I was that evening, I was talking about networking, using tools like LinkedIn. And, you know, I, I said, you're retired. Why are you here to learn about networking and connecting and building relationships, you should be like off on an island. She said, no, you know what? I want to understand how to use, you know, tools like LinkedIn and, and, and better network and, and be a connector as I want to help people now that I'm moving into retirement. And so I thought that was really incredible. And so I would say as you start to move into retirement, well, look, you may have kids, grandkids, you've got family, you've got friends that may have children that may need help. And so you, you have one more time in your hands. It depends what you're really doing as you head into retirement, but some people really get bored. And so they love to be able to, you know, be a connector networker. A lot of people are philanthropic as they head into retirement. And so you need that network of relationships for corporate donors or just individuals that want to participate volunteer. So it's important to keep, building those relationships and networking with purpose. Well, and I think too, you know, we talked about this, my girlfriend the other day, um, is that she's in her new community and she joined this Facebook group that's in uh, her neighborhood in Virginia. She moved from Denver uh, and doesn't really know anyone. And she saw that a, an older woman in a retirement home needed help moving and she was asking if anybody had a truck. So she called the lady and said, hey, you know, I've got a truck and, you know, what do you need? And she explained it would p- take a few hours. And the woman said she'd had this, this, uh, this, Uh, ask up on Facebook for like two weeks and no one had called her and she had to move that week. So my friend Beatrice said, you know, I'll I'll be over there today. And so in that little connection, this is like a total Larry Kaufman connection. The woman says, Hey, um, do you think you could ever take me to run errands? You know, I don't have any kids and you know, uh, a lot, some of my friends don't drive. And if you could run errands for me, you know, I could pay you and other people at the retirement home would probably have the same need. And my friend lost her husband been at 60 um, and is on a limited income and said, wow, look at that. Me just volunteering, you know, to help this little old lady out. And all of a sudden I have a, another little uh, side gig with another stream of income because she's a writer and a ghost writer and, um, you know, to help me out. And, uh, you know, that that's a total Larry Coffin connection. But I think retirement's a huge time to use the NCG factor of networking, connecting and giving because, you know, you've got all these people in these communities oftentimes around each other who maybe don't have relatives nearby, have apathetic relatives who aren't involved, and they want to get connected for their dancing class or their, you know, whatever, just a social network. And so I, I think your your NCG factor could be highly beneficial in those later years, not just to make business connections. And I completely agree. Look, it's for everyone. And, and it was originally, you know, designed where I thought I'll just help kids in college, which I really want to because 
they should be networking with their professors. They should, you got LinkedIn now. And it's great to connect with your professor and then say, oh, hey, mom, why are you connected to my professor? And, you know, you get some interesting stories. You never know, right? So I think it's it's great for them to network, but also as, as we're in college too, so going back from retirement, going to the kids in college, you know, they may be like, I'm not comfortable networking. Well, they could participate in charities and volunteer. You get to meet great people. You may meet some of the board members of the charity. You start to build that network of relationships. And you also may be a great uh, mentor or tutor, right? You may have expertise in particular areas that other kids are challenged. And so you could step up and be a giver while you're in college. And then you start to build relationships with kids around you by sharing your knowledge. I love that. All right. Give me some more examples. They can be yours or somebody else's. But I love this idea of not just going to a networking event saying, how can I help you? Here's my card. And then walking to the next person. And I do feel that many people that say, how can I help you? They never say like, well, hey, you're a blah, blah, blah. And I do know a lot of people who do da, da, da. And so if you want me to connect or whatever, I I probably only met about, I mean, very few, like I would say 10% of the people I've met over the years, if not less, unselfishly really try to do something to help you, which let's be honest, in the long run, then that can be returned. You help someone and then isn't that part of your formula too, that they may also want to return the favor? Right. I mean, I don't do it expecting, but it happens when you start without leading with yourself and asking about the other person, it comes back to you. Just like if you're looking for a job and you're looking to network with me to help you, but you say, hey, Larry, I want to kick off today. I'm glad Angie put this together. I am in transition, but I really want to learn about you and how I could be helpful to you. Well, immediately I go, wait a minute. <laughs> you're, you're looking for a job. I'm great. Let's talk about you. And it becomes a different type of conversation. I think what people need to do is, yes, they need to ask questions and learn about the other person And it can come back to you, but if you start with the other person and you learn about them personally, professionally, it's how I put people on dates because I find out, you know, look, I'm divorced or I'm widowed. Oh, did you find someone? Oh, no, it's so tough out there with COVID. And, oh, tell me more. What are you looking for? And then, oh, well, I know someone that fits those parameters. You know, if you're, you're, you know, looking to grow your business like your husband in sales, well, you could lead with your services, solutions, or products. But the more you get to know people, maybe you help out a prospective client with their child that's trying to get an internship. Well, you know, it's going to come back to you. You know, they're going to go, wait a minute, you're helping my, my child. Tell me about your business again. I want to hear more. Oh, I have a need for that. It's really interesting if you, you're not selfish about yourself, it comes around. But just the average person trying to be a connector and giver, it does come down to research questions okay so let's talk about those questions i my i i I often give my mom let's be honest flack because she doesn't keep in touch with the grandkids i mean she has to with mine because we have an apartment for her in our house so you know she's she's here uh but um in fact she's right outside my studio (laughs) 
but she uh <laughs> she uh she never asks i'm like mom would you please like um levi garrett kaylee her other grandkids they're older than my kids um minor teens and they're all in their 20s i'm like how about like how is school going or what are you going to do next uh how how did this semester go are you seeing anyone my mom does not know how to ask a question to save her life and what she ends up doing is it's almost the thing that you uh, called the, the showing up and throwing up she just t- just talks at them and tells a lot of stories so I don't feel like the grandkids really think that she cares about them and even though we've had this discussion multiple times you just, don't just talk about yourself and what happened to you when you were 15 16 14 and this isn't just because she's 80 this has been like her whole life she's done this I said you know show some interest in them well I can't seem to break her habit and I think it's almost like a nervous habit of talking too much so what questions for people who aren't good at asking about others some people are just good at talking about themselves and they don't know how to have that ping pong conversation or they think the ping pong is you tell me about you I tell you about me you tell me about you I tell you a lot more about me how like give us some pointers because some people just don't know how to ask these questions they feel uncomfortable well and and I, I can respect that and I understand that everyone's an extrovert a lot of introverts you know, because we could be doing things virtual, it, it takes a little pressure off of people. And you say, hey, my camera's not working, so you don't have to feel compelled to be on camera. But I think some of the questions stem from being very simple. Angie, you know, you're out in Denver. You're originally from Denver. Tell you know, where, where are you born and raised? And you may say, oh, you know, I'm, I'm from, I was born in Hawaii. Wow, and that creates some fun conversation. So it could be as simple as where are you from? Hey, you know, tell me about your family. I like asking Angie, who else at your house is taking up your Wi-Fi? <laughs> you know, so fun questions, right? So rather than saying you have kids, you have a spouse, who else is taking up your Wi-Fi? Oh, my husband. And, t- and tell me how you've been impacted professionally and personally by COVID. So just some you know, general questions that shouldn't be difficult to ask, but they create conversation and you learn about people. And the great thing is you've got Facebook, you've got Instagram. I'm the LinkedIn guy, so I'm Mm -hmm. LinkedIn Larry, so I use LinkedIn. And there's so much you could see. I could see who we share in common on LinkedIn and say, well, how do you know Cheryl? Well, and and tell me more about, you know, God, you were a, a weather person. You know, you have a cool career, Angie. Tell me more about your background in television and, and being a you know, reporter or online, you know, you know, so I want to hear more about that. So I can look at everything you've done in your profile and just ask questions around that. Oh, I see you went to XYZ university. So don't make it so complex. There's mm-hmm. a lot of information out there. You could start with those simple questions and then roll into the business. If it's a business conversation. And I think um, that, the positive aspect of this in terms of being optimistic in your conversations. I don't, one thing I've just been fascinated by in my years in the news business and interviewing people, um, especially like if you're in a job interview to 
this this is just so one-on-one common sense and i know sometimes common sense is not common anymore but to say negative or disparaging things about your current employer or last employer as you're looking for new work or just complaining in general when you're in these circles and i know that that's just maybe someone's nature but i would think that the ncg factor would involve mostly lean more towards the positive end of these discussions yeah it, well yeah you want to you want to be positive Actually, I have something that someone shared with me from Minnesota. They said, hey, Angie, tell me something good. So much going on today. Can you tell me something good? And, and that really makes you think. So it's a, that's a good question to ask. Hey, can you tell me something good? I like that. And generally, I've interviewed someone like recently that I have like something positive or, you know, um, encouraging to share. And I, I do look for a lot of good news stories. So I might share like the most recent, you know, good news story, the, the old dude in Wisconsin that drives this uh, bike around town um, on garbage day. And when it's really cold on the long driveways, he brings the cans back up and he's retired in his like late 70s. I just thought that was kind of cute. So I like that. Tell me something good or share one of your more positive stories stories. All right, we've got about a minute left, Larry. Just give us, you know, your parting thoughts and then we'll uh, talk more about how to get in touch with you and find your work. Well, I I would say you should self-reflect now and think about how you're living your life and what's your, what's your living legacy like? What are you going to, you know, not so much when you leave this earth, but you know, what are people thinking of you today? Are you just a, a, a worker and you're not doing things for other people? So start to really self-reflect and change things, you know, moving tomorrow to being a connector and a giver. I like that. All right. And Larry Kaufman, give us your website again. So it's it's Kaufman-Larry, Kaufman-Larry. Uh, and I think I have, to, I have to look at my website again. I don't get my website a lot. A lot. I'm, I'm about the other person, Kaufman-Larry.com. Excellent. And if you want to re- get the NCG factor, really uh, you know, d- easy to find. I found it on Amazon, a formula for building life-changing relationships from college to retirement. And that is Larry Kaufman. Larry, thanks so much for spending uh, uh, the entire show with us today. Appreciate it. My pleasure. Thank you, Angie. Thank you for listening to The Good News with Angie Austin on AM670 KLTT. Ryan here and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino-style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly plus free daily bonuses, so don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VGW report prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18+. Plus.